Memphis, Tennessee, it's Memphis Board Live. Now, here are your hosts, Kevin Cerrito and Marcus Hunter. Not today. Happy Saturday, everybody. College football is kicking off. I am Dustin Starr alongside, as always, the lovely Maria Garay. Good morning, Maria. Good morning. Is it still morning? It's afternoon. Good. It's 11. It's brunch. Meh. Brunch. Kevin Cerrito will join us later. He is going to be live on location. I think he's at the Cooper Young Festival, so hope the radios are on out there listening to us. It's a very cool, kind of a chilly day. You actually have long sleeves on today, Maria. I know, and pants. It's pretty cold outside. A little bit chilly compared to the just humid weather that we've had, but we have a big, big show coming up. Kevin Cerrito, as I said, he'll join us later for the woohoos and boos. As always, Marcus Hunter, he'll be calling in, joining us for the starting five. We have a lot of football gossip. Maria, just an unbelievable week for the NFL. I mean, it's so bad. I don't, I don't even know where how to start. In, yeah, <laughs> how, where do you go and how in detail do you go? I mean, it's a lot of domestic violence and. Uh, child abuse and all kinds of stuff. A lot of it's been beaten like a dead beaten horse. Beaten like a dead horse. So we're going to get into that, Maria, with gossip on football. And then, of course, hang up and listen. You'll have your chance to win free tickets to Memphis Wildfire Wrestling next week at Minglewood Hall, September 18th. I cannot wait. Maria will be there alongside me in the ring. Superstar Bill Dundee. CJ, what you got to say? You're going to talk some smack? Of course. Who are you taking on again? Superstar Bill Dundee. It's a return grudge match. We're going to have free tickets during Hang Up and Listen for that. And then we have our special guest who would be headlining the Long Live the King next week at Minglewood Hall. Dangerous Doug Gilbert. I've been posting about him on Throwback Thursday. A lot of controversy that he's had over the years in Memphis wrestling. From interviews to running over Jerry Lawler with a vehicle. Unbelievable on live television. A whole lot of stuff to get to, and not a lot of time to do it. So, um, I guess let's just jump right into it with the starting five. And of course, as always, the starting five is being brought to you by Playhouse on the Square, the perfect place to take a date, Maria. Might have to take you to Playhouse on the Square. Located at Union Avenue and Cooper in the Overton Square Theater District. Playhouse on the Square is Memphis's only professional theater. Be sure to stop by Playhouse booth today at Cooper Young Fest. I think everybody will be out there or visit them on the web, playhouseonthesquare.org. Joining us right now, CJ. CJ Hurt, my man. What's going on? He's across the glass nothing helping us much, out today. Nothing much. You ready for some starting five? Dude, I heard you on hard bashing. I think you are ready for some starting five. Born ready. Let's get into it. Like I said, Playhouse on the Square brings you the starting five. And joining us today for the starting five, the morning news anchor in Jackson, Mississippi. He is very bully biased, obviously. Joining us now is Marcus Hunter. He's not on yet. What, Marcus Hunter slept in today? He must be sleeping in. He's not answering his own. Either he's sleeping in or he's getting ready for this Mississippi State football game. Well, wait, wait, wait. Who does the Mississippi State Bulldogs play today? 
cream puff you i don't know no they play uh they play south alabama today south alabama well we're gonna talk about that here in just a minute well help us out here johnny radio joining us yo yo across the glass as always let's jump in there number one on the starting five let's talk about some tiger football they played a good game against ucla they did they played very very close against ucla and uh, they, of course, 63 to nothing, a huge victory. Even though it was a very uh, soft team that they played in week one, but they are one and one. And this is where CJ comes in because I know that he's at Liberty Bowl. Uh, you're at Tiger Lane, you're all over the place. I heard Johnny Radio breaking down some football earlier on Hard Bashing, so. Let's talk about this Tiger football team. I mean, is the excitement really supposed to be as big as you guys are, are, are claiming? I mean, I hear it everywhere. It's almost like the Tigers have won the national championship, to be honest. Hey, they can compete for a, an American Conference crown. The only thing that scared me last night was watching Cincinnati and Gunnar Keel throw the ball all over the yard. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, Cincinnati's going to be tough. Central Florida's going to be tough to beat. East Carolina's going to be tough. But the way Memphis is playing right now behind AAC player of the week on the offensive side of the ball, Paxton Lynch. They look like they'll be able to beat anybody in their conference. And that's a stretch. What? Anybody in their you conference? You don't think that's a stretch? Terry Redmond, Martin Fetty, <laughs> that defense ain't no joke. Well, um, a very interesting poll. Good Morning Memphis tweeted out, and this was from my big, my main man, Ernie, Ernie Freeman out there. He tweeted out a poll. Could the Memphis Tigers defeat the UT Vols this season? And 67% say yes. I'm not going to go that far. <laughs> I am not going to go that far. I mean, come on. even but they on a- are, as Drew Barry comes in here and gives me the dirty eye, I'm not going to go that far. But they are a much better team. And considering where they were at the start of this year and where they, you know, have gotten to so far, the excitement is justified. You've been you've been bad so long. You've been starved for good football for so long for Memphis to finally give you that. Oh, you got to be excited. Well, here's the thing. Don't let Dustin fool you because he's a Dolphins fan, and now that they've won one game. Oh, I'm fired up. He is I fired up. I, so, oh, I don't know like, about Just like you guys being fired up about Memphis. I don't know about Super Bowl, but, man, I am fired up, especially that second half. When you shut down the Patriots, I don't care who you are. When you shut down the Patriots, that is bragging rights. Now, back to the Tigers, I will say the Tigers have some sweet unis this year. Everything from the helmets to the uniforms. I mean, they have really stepped up their game as far as their uniforms and helmets. And it, it's been that way for a while now with the Tigers' uniforms. Like the the spring game, the helmet, the Keep Tennessee getting helmet. Oh, yeah. that was awesome. The all-black unis from last year, oh, it's phenomenal. It's going to be uh a great year for Memphis football. I well, hope. I hope you're right, but uh, but again, back to that statistic: sixty-seven percent of of people think that Memphis could beat Tennessee this year. I mean, even on a down year, I think the Vols are still very tough. Yeah. Oh, and they are. But it's football, so on any given day, any team can win. I just don't see it happening. I mean, we keep hanging on to what was it? Was it '99 when the Tigers beat Peyton Manning at no, Liberty it Bowl? '96. '96. Well, I was but I, I just don't see that happening. But the Memphis Tigers, everybody's fired up about the, the football, and I'm looking forward to seeing how full Liberty Bowl is going to oh, that, be. That's going to be that's if they continue to win. Well, they play CJ UCLA tough. I'm always there. Let's get down to stuff. <laughs> Memphis, I'm always at the Liberty Bowl, baby. I love it. One of the greatest sports stadiums in the country. I love the way mm. it's got that little slope mm. in it. I love it. 
Don't be a hater. I got in trouble. Don't I think it was last year. Hater. Kevin Cerrito jumped all over me for talking about Liberty Bowl Stadium and just the way that it's set up. But you got to remember, we always go to Oxford, oh, and we're at the go. Grove. And you, and when you're comparing, you know, the Grove to Tiger Lane. I'm just going to leave it at that. How about that? Let's get up on a number two. Number Speaking two, of the Grove. Let's talk about Ole Miss football. Oh, my goodness. Talk about fired up. We are super fired up about Ole Miss football. Are we now? Yes, we are. Oh. And Why So today's the home opener. Okay. Yes. Home o- now, I saw a tweet earlier. It will be a sellout. There were less than 200 tickets. They are going to lock the vault and bring on the fight. And they are playing against Louisiana. 3 p.m. So we have the uh, the, po- the pregame show coming on immediately following MSL today. Look who decided to wake up and join us this morning. Wake up. Dude, I've been up since 5 o'clock this morning. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I just, he I just, just wanted to jump in on the Ole Miss done. portion of starting five. Yeah, he called just in time to talk about those Ole Miss Rebels, Marcus Hunter. I know. I'm so excited about the Ole Miss Rebels and their um, subpar start to the season. Subpar? Look, Is that what you said? Yeah, I mean, well, I'm, I guess average. I mean, they did what you expected them to do. So uh, average. I haven't seen anything spectacular. I mean, they did what you expected them to do. Uh, win the first two games and uh, blow out uh, Vanderbilt, who's pretty awful. So. Elmis did what you expected them to do. Yeah, well, Vanderbilt is pretty awful. I will agree with you on that, Marcus. Well, yeah, uh, so. I mean, his mascot, their mascot was texting on a cell phone on the first game, oh so they're terrible. Hey, let's talk about spectacular, Marcus Hunter. What about that defense? I mean, they are just lighting people up. They are hitting hard. It seems like every time they try to throw across the field, bam, they nail them. You know I'm into that. Yeah, and, you know, that's the impressive thing about the Ole Miss Rebels right now because they have not traditionally been known for a team with just an aggressive, hard-hitting defense uh, outside of uh, Patrick Willis. They've been known for, you know, guys who know how to play solid D, but not necessarily aggressive hitters. And uh, with the Kamdichi brothers coming in there, and I think it's kind of stepped everybody's game up because you have so many or, or so much high expectations for, you know, a few players on the defense. It's, it's stepped everybody's game up overall. So, yeah, Ole Miss is, is playing, and they're hitting hard. And the good thing about it, they're hitting hard, but they're hitting legal. And so they're not getting flags. And, you know, that's the way to play. Joining us on the starting five, the morning news anchor in Jackson, Mississippi. He's bully biased. We'll talk about the bullies in just a minute. But Marcus Hunter's joining us here. Let's talk about the SEC West. I mean, that place is loaded. You have Ole Miss, number 14, Auburn, number 5, A&M is number 7, Bama, of course, is ranked number 3, LSU, number 10. I mean, you have you almost the entire top SEC West is in the top 10. Yeah, and, and you know, it's, it's one of those things where with this new playoff system, you know, folks around the country are saying, oh, well, one loss, you may be left out, but... Uh, the way true. some of the other conferences are looking, and they're not looking so good, you know, a one-loss, maybe even a two-loss SEC team with a win in the conference uh, championship game could possibly be, be uh, get in. And, and just because the conference in the West is so difficult, I mean, if you're if you're Alabama and you beat, uh, say, you beat LSU and you beat Auburn and you beat uh, Mississippi State, you beat Texas A&M, but you lose to Ole Miss. Does that cost you a shot at a national title? No. Look at the other teams that you had to beat, and then you lost it at one. Whereas if you're in the Big Ten, you don't have nearly that much pressure on you. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see how many teams from the SEC get into that four-team playoffs because you can take four teams out of the SEC and make an argument that there's the four best teams in the, in the nation, you know, outside of Florida State, obviously. 
Well, you know, the Ole Miss Rebels are going to go in the direction uh, that Bo Wallace takes them. So that you can't yeah. talk about the Rebs without talking about Bo Wallace. I mean, that second half of the first game, he just lit it up. He played very well last week. Which Bo Wallace are we going to get week after week? Well, that's the thing. You never know what Bo Wallace you're going to get. Keep us on our toes, man. Uh, I don't like oh. that. <laughs> I don't know if I the, like it the, either. The play I most remember from Bo Wallace's career so far has been that fumble into the end zone against Mississippi State. Do you remember that, Marcus? Of course I, 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 of course I remember that. It was, <laughs> I was standing right there in the back of the end zone when it happened. Um, you know, he he Instagrammed Bo. it. <laughs> Bo is almost like... Um, the Tony Romo quarterback. Uh, no. <laughs> Come on. He'll do a lot of spectacular things, and then he'll have that one moment or or, or two or three in a game that you're just scratching your head about. So I, I think that's a pretty good uh, uh, analogy of Bo Wallace, the Tony Romo of SEC football. Okay, mm-hmm. so so next week, if we can look ahead here, the starting five first story was Memphis. They're off this week. Ole Miss has an easy opponent in Louisiana Lafayette. Mm-hmm. But next week, the two play. And that's my birthday weekend. And I was thinking about hitting on down there to the Grove to see what's going on. Would that's, you guys like to come? That sounds have a, have like, a birthday jamboree down there? That sounds awesome to me. I'm always down for the Grove. So what about that game? Is it going to be as close as what we all kind of think or what you guys think? I don't know. I think Ole Miss is just too much. Let's jump on to number three because there's a lot of big games to get to. I mean, you have Arkansas against Texas Tech. Georgia versus South Carolina. What happened to South Carolina? They were just, you know, hey, really don't, happen. Huh? don't be surprised if don't be surprised if South Carolina gives Georgia a pretty good game. I think South Carolina is a better team than they've shown the first two games of the season. I don't know what's going on, why they just haven't seen them be able to get things together. But don't be surprised if South Carolina uh, makes it a close game. I wouldn't expect them to win it, but don't think that South Carolina is just going to get skull drugs like some folks are predicting. This is hilarious. I was doing some research, and I asked Siri to search for South Carolina, and she literally said, South Carolina was pummeled 52-28 to to Texas A&M. Siri said they were pummeled. <laughs> wow. I mean, I mean, it, I mean, it is the truth, and it is what it is. And and but it's, it, and here's the other thing: in the SEC East, how weak is the SEC East if you have a West team that beats one of the better teams from that side of the conference? Well, better like says who, Marcus? Say what now? Better says who? Who's, well, we, who, who says they're better? We don't know what happened. It's, it's two games in. Preseason, well, they were. It's very early. Texas A&M obviously was better than South Carolina in that game. I mean, well, clearly we know that that. But who who's saying that South Carolina was one, is one of the better teams in the SEC East is what I'm getting at. Well, I know I'm, preseason, well, I'm, that's I'm what they at were. The beginning of the, at the beginning of the season, folks were predicting that. So I'm saying that the SEC, an SEC West team going in there and playing as well as they did kind of show, has shown that. South Carolina isn't that tough, so does that mean that entire eastern side of the bracket of, of the SEC isn't that tough? I mean, I mean, has Florida looked that impressive? Has Georgia looked so impressive? I mean, who's looked overly impressive? You know, in the SEC East. Well, Georgia, Georgia has with that big win over Clemson, and we'll see more about Georgia today. Well, another yeah. another big game. I think a UT Vols team that's on the upswing is in Norman, Oklahoma, today to play number four ranked Oklahoma. And a little interesting tidbit here that I think is pretty cool. Doug Gilbert's going to join us on the program a little bit later. But he is in Norman, Oklahoma. So we will get, you know, live reporting before the game today on MSL. 
He's a huge Tennessee Vols fan. But what are you seeing in this one, man? I mean, man, Oklahoma Vols? To, I'm looking forward to seeing this game because I want to know, is Tennessee really a good football team? And, and I'm not expecting for Tennessee to win the game, I, I, but I expect them to play well. Right. Uh, I mean, because obviously, you know, of the, of the uh, coaching shakeup that happened uh, a couple of years ago, Tennessee is going in a much better direction than Arkansas. I don't know what Beelum was over there doing in Arkansas, but Tennessee is going in, in a much better direction. And so I'm interested to see how they play. They're not, they're not going to win the game. I mean, they're on the road. It's going to be a hostile environment. Uh, but if they play well, they'll earn a lot of respect. And I think they'll, you know, grab a lot of folks' attention. Yeah, I think this is going to be a very, very big test for the volunteers today. Uh, I totally agree with you, and that's not something that I usually do, Marcus. <laughs> but I agree with you. It, it, I hope that they play tight because it's always better when the Tennessee Volunteers are playing good. This is, this is true. Mm. Yes. Uh, and, and, you know, we have to talk about Mississippi State. They're playing uh, South Alabama at 3 p.m. State started out 2-0. and all right, go ahead. Let's uh, toot the oh, horns God. and blow the whistles. <laughs> and listen, listen, we, listen, Mr. done what Ole Miss did. We have taken care of business. Did not look good defensively against UAB. I'm not sure what our what our uh, head coach is thinking. Uh, putting Damian Williams in the game at all. I mean, you have Dak Prescott, who folks want to consider a Heisman candidate to let him play. I don't understand why you're switching out your quarterbacks. I mean, I, I know Dan Mullen hasn't had good quarterbacks in the past. And he's had to play that game, you know, with playing multiple QBs. But now he has a legitimate quarterback to let that one guy play and let him, you know, develop and get better. Because after this week, you're going to have that off week, and then you have LSU coming, and you have to go down to Baton Rouge. So I'm looking for Mississippi State to go in, you know, to South Alabama and, and win this game uh, and, and do it impressively considering yeah. uh, what happened last week. They want to show that what happened last week is not the team who they really are. And then they have that week off to get ready for LSU uh, down there in Baton Rouge. And then we're going to really see who this Mississippi State football team. And right now we just, you know, they, they've done what they're supposed to do. Number four, let's go talk some Tiger hoops. Memphis Tigers. It's coming up, CJ. Well, you know, we dominate because it's it's college football Saturday. And it's NFL Sunday Eve. Football dominates the topic of conversation. Right. But Tiger's bas- Tiger basketball making some you know noise, making some news this Always. week. Always. Got Calvin Godfrey. He's got key cleared waivers, so he's eligible to play immediately. And he should be a fine replacement for the transfer. They lost Dominic Woodson. Now he's coming from Iowa State. No, he's coming from Southern by way of Iowa State. He ended up having to leave Iowa State because he got in trouble for uh, marijuana possession. Went down to Southern, played well, a rebound machine, a rebound monster. Adds a little toughness down there for those Tigers in that Tigers front line. And so, What kind of season are we expecting for the Tigers? I mean, it seems like uh, there's a little bit of excitement here going on, but we're just not sure. It's always exciting for Tiger basketball. We're just not sure yet. Not sure yet because they went up to Canada and, you know, they got exposed a little bit up in Canada, but they didn't go up with the, the players, the transfer players that they have. And they're still waiting on one or two transfer kids to see if they're they're going to get cleared to play immediately. Hey, see, here's my question. Here's my question. Can can Josh Passioner survive another subpar uh, one and done? Uh, <laughs> yeah, did you see that recruiting class next year? I know he has a recruiting class coming in, but I mean, I mean, you still have to you still uh, have yeah. to win now. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't know if he if he has another subpar year this year. 
I think he gets one more year to turn it on. Ah, man. Yeah, yeah, dude, yeah, he I got said, yeah, after that, he oh, has man, to do something. KJ, no, no, Diedrich, no, they're coming. No, no, with the, no we're not, that's what I'm saying. With, the, with those recruits coming in, if he has a subpar season this year, the next season would be the year where he would definitely have to win because you would have Austin Nichols, who would be a junior. Uh, you know, if Shaq's still there, he'll be a senior, and that would be the year that he would have to win. So that's what I'm saying. Not saying that he'll be fired after this year. Right, no, right, right. That's no. not happen, he he but, is... He's not on the hot seat yet, but a subpar year this year. year. After this I year, didn't oh even, yeah. I guess I there. didn't even realize that he's on a hot seat or almost on a hot he's seat. Not, not now. He's oh, not yeah. now. They have walked him into the office where the hot seat is and said, look oh, at man. that seat. <laughs> You're yeah, about yeah, to sit on it. it. He sees yeah. it. He sees it. And like John said, with the recruiting class they have coming in with both loss and kids, Scout and that's something still out else. There. That's something man, he gets scouted too. Ooh, boy. Johnny Radio are making me laugh. Johnny Radio's fired up today. He has his polo I'm saying, on. I'm saying, but, um, but they have to start winning. They, they, they have do. to start having the results. They do. Uh, let's jump. Lawson, he reclassified this year. Yeah. So he's going to be eligible to you know come next year to add to that stellar recruiting class. And just if I can get off on a, a side note here real quick, I don't understand why you would reclassify. <coughs> and if somebody could help me understand that, would you let – you guys have a kid. Would you let Man, him my daughter's going to graduate in two and a half years. Would you let... If you had a son... She ain't going to play basketball. Okay, that's different. He's playing basketball. I'm assuming that he's reclassifying so we can hurry, hurry up. He wants to join his brother same year. He's coming out, baby. So he can come They're out and together. go pro. So they can go pro, right? They're, no, so they can come to the University of At Memphis At the same time, year. that's why... Okay, then that's why you reclassify then. Let's Thank jump into number five. Let's jump into number five, Marcus. You're going to love this. Memphis Wildfire Wrestling returns to Minglewood Hall next week, September 18th. That's Thursday. Did you catch them in the Memphis Flyer? They were in featured in the Memphis Flyer this week. Lance Russell had an interview... Talking about the show, talking about the history of Memphis wrestling. They're they're plugging it as the boys are back in town because you have Jerry Lawler, Bill Dundee, Lance Russell, Dave Brown, the Rock and Roll Express, Doug Gilbert, handsome Jimmy Valiant, Dustin Starr, Maria. We will be there as well. I mean, PG-13, it is loaded full of all the stars that we grew up watching. And guess who I, guess who I have a rematch with, Marcus? Hold on, who you have a rematch with? Superstar Bill Dundee. Listen, man. Listen. Hold on. He cheated last time, though. Well, no, but I well, won. He did. He can't keep his lips off of me. Oh, well, hey, no. Well, I mean, you know. <laughs> I don't blame him. It didn't start with the territory, Maria. I mean, you shouldn't look the way you look. I mean, I'm just saying. We're going to have but, free yeah. tickets. Your chance to win some free tickets during Hang Up and Listen. That's the grand prize for next week, September 18th. And not, not only are we going to be in there in a return grudge match against superstar Bill Dundee, but Maria and I are going to host a segment called the Five Star Showcase. And our special guest is going to be none other than handsome Jimmy Valiant. The Boogie Woogie Man. He's a WWE Hall of Famer, so the show is absolutely loaded. And I will tell you right now, anybody listening across the world, Memphians, anybody, Maria, I'm looking you in the eye when I tell you this, I will beat Bill Dundee and pin his shoulder. I told you last time that I would beat Bill Dundee, and I did, but this time I'm going to pin his shoulders to the mat, CJ. That is exciting right there. I can't wait. Wait, 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 you better make sure you... You, uh oh! You better make sure you do it because I tell you what, uh, the way those shows are looking over there at Minglewood Hall, I mean, they're probably going to be a lot. You know, you know, the, the crowds continue to grow and grow, and you don't want to get embarrassed in front of a very large amount of people. So, I'm just saying, like I told you last time, you should be able to beat Bill Dundee, but obviously, 
I, I did. I last time. No, no, no. I said last time he was going to. I still think Bill you. was the winner. He pretty much still outsmarted you, and I told you that. Hey, real I told quick. He was going to outsmart you. Real quick. That Baywatch music means there's an upset watch in the making. Oh my gosh. Okay. What we got? We got East Carolina up fourteen to zero, nine thirty in the first quarter against Virginia Tech. What? Oh, oh yeah, I saw the first one. I didn't know they had gotten another one. Yes. Well, that pretty much wraps it up for the starting five, Marcus. Anything you want to leave the listeners with before you go? Uh, yeah. Uh, CJ, uh, tell Katina Rankin I said nice shoes. Tell who what? Tell Katina Rankin I said nice shoes. Will do. All right. That's the starting five, Marcus Hunter. Thank you. We're gonna take a quick break. And we'll be right back on the other side. Sports 56, WHBQ, and 87.7. What'd you say? FM. The Tigers in the tournaments, the Grizzlies in the playoffs, the Super Bowl. When the big events happen, we are there. We are real sports talk. Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Up and coming, up and running down. Back to Memphis Sport Live. Here once again are your hosts, Kevin Cerrito and Marcus Hunter. Not today. I to say, not exactly. Not exactly. Dustin Starr joining you live. High atop Mount Mariah, as Kevin Cerrito would say, alongside the lovely Maria Garay. And then also CJ's here with us. Of course, Johnny Radio across the glass. Kevin Cerrito is going to join us just here in just a second. But I have to let you know it's a hostile takeover, baby. MSL for life. Oh, life. That's right. <laughs> when Cerrito is out, it's a hostile takeover. Let's bring him in. Let's see what he thinks of that. And joining us now from live from Cooper Young Fest, Kevin Cerrito. Yeah, I'm live from uh, Cooper Young Fest. Or, we are or... taking over, baby. <laughs> Hey, well, thanks for taking over today because I, I needed it. It's very rare. I think it's the first time ever I've taken over the show and been within the city limits. And he doesn't today, even sound but, uh, drunk. Good. I don't do what it. A it's day. too early. Not yet. I'm not, well, I'm actually we're actually hosting a, a brunch at my house right now, so um, oh, some people wow. are getting that way already. But I am not because uh, I don't have to call in and talk to you guys. Uh, this this portion of MSL is being brought to you by Croc Center Memphis, which is right across the street from where I'm at. If you're going to Cooper Young Fest or Southern Heritage Classic today, you'll drive right by it, and you'll see the big, awesome uh, water slide that goes from inside the building, outside the building, and back in the building. That's at the Aquatic Center at, at Croc Memphis. Uh, you should stop by. If you haven't, just walk in. You'll be amazed at what's going on um, at Croc Memphis. It's unlike any other community center or gym in the city. Uh, they've got... Uh, cable TVs on all the cardio equipment, uh, the lazy river inside by the pool. They've got uh, a hot tub and just it's, it's unbelievable, awesome uh, facility. That's Croc Center Memphis. I've been a member for a little bit. You should, too. Uh, just stop by today because I know everybody's going to Cooper Young or Southern Heritage Classic. And uh, just go in there and just walk around and try to take a tour because it's unbelievable. That's Croc Memphis, a new kind of community center. But now that I've got that out of the way, what's going on, guys? i got a special announcement, Dustin. Thank you for uh-oh. Uh-oh. You know what that means. CJ? That means there's an upset alert, and I'm not mm. CJ. Maria? CJ? All right, Massachusetts, it's up 14 to nothing over Vanderbilt. Ha-ha. <laughs> well, is that a really... That's kind of an upset, but I mean... They were, they're 16-point favorites in that game. Oh, wow, it is an yeah, upset. They are. That is a huge upset. Uh, you have a big announcement. But that... that man, I can't believe Vanderbilt. I mean, I... 
I didn't expect Vanderbilt to, to uh I can cover believe the spread. anything I didn't about Vanderbilt. To cover the spread. Oh, my goodness. Well, I mean if if you're an SEC team and you're playing Massachusetts, I think any SEC team should just, you know, roll them up, right? Well, not anyone. Not Vanderbilt. I would think is what I'm saying. I would think they would just roll them up. Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt. I don't know. They should. They should not be losing fourteen nothing when they're seventeen point favorites. Okay. I know that's for sure. But I, I can't believe I'm mad at myself for 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 some of my picks uh, <laughs> that I made personally today. But uh, I did not. I was not aware of that score. We've got the Missouri game on uh, here against UCF. The battle of the SEC versus the American. But my big announcement, Dustin. So it's coming. It's going to happen. It's booked. Uh, it's, I've been asked about this because you know I was trivia every Wednesday night at Tampa Tap and every Thursday night at the Green Beetle. Trivia master. Exactly. You hear the commercials. People know it. And I've always asked to do certain themes for trivia. And, like, you know, a popular one that people asked for was Friends, and we're doing Friends again this week at Tampa Tap. And people just keep asking me for another theme, and I've never uh, pulled the trigger on it yet. Uh-huh. And it's finally going to happen. And this is one, Dustin, that I know you'll you'll get excited about because we're going to have some of your friends involved and some of the prizes are going to be involved because we're going to do pro wrestling trivia. Yes. Pro wrestling trivia. When does that happen? Where? When, where? Who, what, when, where, how? (laughs) It's it's, uh, coming up in in October. So um, we're still a few weeks away from it. Go to the Facebook page, follow me on Twitter, and follow uh, follow me on Twitter, uh, facebook.com slash Sharita Trivia is the the trivia page on Facebook, but we'll get we'll get the announcement out there officially of um, of exactly what what the dates are and everything. But it is coming. Awesome. And Dustin and I are not allowed to play, October. are we? It, you are allowed to play. Yeah. Well, no. We're going to try to beat you guys. Here's a f- you guys are the most hated duo in, in Memphis. <laughs> Right? This Hate is it. true. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, <laughs> and you know, a five star fact here. I'll tell you, mm-hmm. I have never ever missed a trivia question involving wrestling at any of the Green Beetle trivias we've been at. I am batting 100% on that. Hey, let so me pat you on your back. He's Yon's patting me on the back right now. Y'all a little tired from patting yourself on the I've back. Got, I've gotten every one of them correct, and, you know, it's one of those things where I'll challenge everybody. I'll put a team together. You Whenever, better be there. I will so definitely it's, it's, be there. It's October. It's going to be October 9th. I'll just go ahead and say it's October Sweet. 9th. Uh, the second Thursday of the month of October. Starts at eight, eight to ten. So I know we got a bunch of wrestling people listening today. You guys are nice enough to fill in and, and guest host uh, the program. So uh, it's going to be October ninth, Thursday night, eight to ten. We're going to have some wrestling themed prizes, all wrestling questions all night, night, night long during the trivia. So it's going to be pretty cool. Be awesome. Since we got a lot of wrestling fans out there, somebody just called in and said Nightmare Ken Ware got arrested. I don't even know what that means. Not Nightmare <laughs> Ken Wayne. It's Ken uh, Wayne. Whatever. Well, if you want to come out and challenge us, we challenge you now. You cannot beat us in wrestling trivia. And I agree with that. I'll challenge anybody across the city to show up uh, on October 9th. Kevin, you put... Bill Dundee shows up. I'm shocked he's showing up to to wrestle you on Thursday night this week. That's an interesting thing. He actually went back to the circus, so he's traveling with the circus, and he is going (laughs) to fly in. Yeah, imagine that. You know, Bill Dundee, he he could walk the top top rope like a tightrope. I mean, he legit was a part of the circus before he got into wrestling. So now he's actually traveling around with the circus. He is going to fly in to Memphis, Tennessee on September 18th specifically for one reason just to wrestle me at Minglewood Hall. Well, he probably is trying to Get a little, get a little payoff. <laughs> I don't care. Really trying to wrestle you. And I've already s- I've set the record straight earlier, Kevin. I will defeat Bill Dundee once again. This time, right. I'll pin him, pin his shoulders to the mat. Yeah, he was scared last time. I was upset. So you better beat him. He was real or upset. This time next week, I'll be going at Bill Dundee on the radio. <laughs> if he tries something, something like he did last time, I don't like that. But uh, 
Uh, yeah, let's do some movies and booze real quick while I'm on the phone. Before I, think, I could go eat my brunch here in a second. Yeah, I'm giving that woohoo to to Grind City Memphis. That's at Grind City NEM on Twitter. They're the folks who did our shirts for the dodgeball tournament. We talked about them before, Dustin. Unfortunately, I know you and Maria were out of town. She oh, was winning some trophies. I did. I did. Contest somewhere, but CJ was there with us, and uh, those awesome shirts, the Al Green uh, Grizzly jersey shirts. They were our uniforms for the dodgeball tournament. We won best. Uniform. Everybody knows that. We've talked about that before. But today is Cooper Young Fest, and it's your chance to actually buy one of those shirts or a bunch of other shirts from the folks over at Grind City. So look for their tents. They got two tents set up today, two different booths at Cooper Young Fest. So if you go to the one in front of Celtic Crossing, which I believe is right near the Sports 56 uh, booth, I don't know. Johnny Radio, are you going to be out there today, by the way? Dude, I'm here, man. Are you, you're not going out to the Cooper Young Fest like you did last year? I go when I get paid. <laughs> oh, so they're paying you to go out there. Uh, and there's another booth that's uh, for Soulfish out uh, in front of Soulfish for the Grind City T-shirt. So stop by. There's a booth for Soulfish and Celtic Crossing if you want to get that Al Green shirt that that uh, our dodgeball team wore. And they get a bunch of other cool shirts that we sell today for Young Fest. So we, uh, we need to get, get one of there. these, man. If you can't get out there, you can go to Grind City Mem- Grind City dot com. But yeah, you need to get one because you were not. Yeah, we missed out this year. You know, you're not on the team, so you didn't get a shirt. Marcus is upset about it. You know, he's like, "Where's my shirt?" It's like, you didn't play dodgeball, you didn't get a shirt. You're gonna have to buy one like the rest of the city's doing from Grind City MEM. But uh, let me go ahead and give a boo to all three of the top prospects in this year's fantasy draft. Okay, so you know fantasy football. Oh, we, wow. We know fantasy um, football. It's been a pretty pretty ridiculous week for the top three picks in fantasy football. It was, um, first of all, we'll talk, I mean, we don't, well, I don't know if you want to talk about Maria's favorite player from last year, uh, who kind of uh, or got in a little trouble this week, right, Adrian Peterson? Um so that is, I don't even want to talk about that because that's some serious stuff. So he was considered, if you're picking first in the draft, you might have picked Adrian Peterson. And if you're picking second or first, you might have picked uh, Jamal Charles, who I ended up getting third in our draft. Now what's going Jamal, on with him? He played horrible. Okay, okay. Yeah, I was going to say this. playing really bad. Does he, he have a scandal, too? <laughs> no, he, he got like two points. He got two points. It hit me hard. Don't give up on him, though. Don't give I'm up not, on him. Oh, I mean, one I run. It hit me hard, too, Kevin. And I'm all in on him. I picked him number three, and then you don't pick again until oh, know, yeah. like 20 picks later. And uh, so I'm kind of like, he, he needs to perform. So I'm not giving up on him yet. But he, had a, he just had a lousy fantasy week, like he was on the cover of Madden or something. Right. Um, Andrew Pierce, of course, getting out in these legal troubles. And, then, and of course, also during this week, you get the story from, from LaShawn McCoy, who doesn't tip anybody when he goes out and gives him a, a 20 cent tip. Well,. This is this is kind of crazy. First of all, I want to say if if who reports this stuff? Like, does the the server actually tweet it out or, or contact somebody? Like, how does that kind of information even get out? And well, the restaurant tweeted the receipt, a picture of the receipt. Why? That is so insane to me that they would do that. Well, because, you better watch out, Dustin. It's, a, it's a, an emerging superstar in the world of professional. Hey, I'm a very good tipper, Kevin. You have to, have to tip, even if you, I mean, if you have bad service, if you're a celebrity and you have bad service, I think you have to tip twenty percent. 
And then if you've got regular good service, you have to tip more than 20% or people are going to think you're cheap. The last, but the last thing you can do is tip 20 cents. What hey. if you tipped in cash and then it looked like you tipped zero on the receipt? Right. That is a right. true story. Yeah, always tip in cash and you can say, you like, if he didn't come out and deny it, he said, yeah, he had bad service. You know what drives so, me crazy is Sonic, they will let you pay with your debit card, but you cannot tip on it. So, you tip at Sonic? I've had this yeah. conversation with people. You're supposed to tip at Sonic. Absolutely. Those car hops, they work off mm. of tips. But then Sonic has it set up. When you pay with your card, you cannot tip. So if you do not have cash, like me, I never, ever have cash, you can't tip your car hop. Well, I'm not going to lie. I, don't, I only tip them if they're on roller skates. I never tip them. I didn't know <laughs> I was supposed to. I only tip them if they have a large order. If you're skating to me, you're going to bring That's my food. That's what Ride skates out <laughs> the car. And like deal with the curb and the concrete and balancing the food. I'll tip you at Sonic. You guys are going to make TMZ for not tipping your Sonic car hops. Yes. Oh, I do. If you wear the skates. Okay, you gotta wear skates. All right. But I don't think we're going to make. So those are the three guys. Those are the three top prospects. For fantasy football this year. These are the three guys who you you could have maybe draft number one. One's getting in legal trouble. One's rude uh, to servers, and the other one just can't score anything in points. So hopefully they have a better week next week because I know listening, whoever is listening, there are people people's fantasy teams listening for sure. And it's, it's frustrating. Interesting, interesting start to the 2014 season uh, for sure. And uh, I'm going to give a woo-hoo real quick. Woo-hoo! <laughs> to to uh, Chris Douglas Roberts for stepping up. CDR, of course, you know, we talked about last week, he's going to be on the Clippers uh, next season, which is not good. We're not happy he's playing for the Clippers. But... He announced this week that he's going to be wearing short shorts. He's bringing short shorts back to the NBA. Is that an option? You can choose your shorts? Yeah, you get to pick your size. He's going to wear the smaller size. Like he has requested John Stockton size shorts, apparently. I like CDR. So he looks like a kid and play guy. What's the guy from Kid and Play? Or a little bit of uh, people are saying, what does he look like? We're going to have to do a castaway with CDR. He looks like a couple of different like movie characters now with his new look. But uh, he's, he's bringing back, you know, throwback is such a big thing. Throwback and retro looks and stuff. But the one thing that hasn't hit is the style of wearing your short shorts while you play basketball. I don't know if CDR is the guy to, to make it happen, but. Hey, give it a shot, he's, he's right? going to try. Uh oh. Another upset watch. Yes, we have another upset alert right now. It comes from East Carolina and Virginia Tech. Yeah. Yep. Looks like East Carolina just scored again against Virginia Tech. So now the score is twenty to zero. If they get the extra kick, it will be twenty one to zero. Virginia Tech's ranked seventeenth. Does that make you a little nervous with your uh, pick over uh, South Carolina over Georgia? No, doesn't make me nervous at all. Not at all. I don't know about. I don't know about South Carolina. East Carolina played South Carolina really well last week, so that should make you more confident of the East Carolina to pick South Carolina over Georgia, right? I tell you what, it does make me. It makes me nervous when those Tigers play East Carolina. Hey, no doubt. Well, this is twenty-one to zero in the first quarter. There's a lot of football left to be played. Oh wow! And the Uh, kick is good. All right, guys. Well, I got to get out of here, but I appreciate you guys uh, holding down the fort today and. uh, making everything happen. I can't wait to hear the interview with Dangerous Doug Gilbert a little bit later on, but come find me at uh, Cooper Young Fest today. I'll be out there somewhere. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. That's Kevin Cerrito, the host of Memphis Sport Live, but not today because we have taken over, Maria. Hey, baby. You looking hot tonight. He's definitely a Cooper Young. (laughs) 
We're going to step out for a real quick break, real fast, and then we're going to come back on the other side. We're going to have football gossip with Maria. I'm sure we're going to be talking about Adrian Peterson. I don't know how we can't talk about Ray Rice. I mean, everybody else has. We're going to step out for just a minute. We'll be right back. Sports 56 Middays with Ray Gaston and Eli Zavoy. Weekdays from 11 till 1. Right here on Real Sports Talk. Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Welcome back to Memphis Sport Live. Here once again are your hosts, Kevin Cerrito and Marcus Hunter. Dustin Starr and Maria Gray. Guest hosting Kevin Cerrito out on location at Cooper Young. We actually have a, a special caller calling in. Usually Let's, we don't uh, do this, but yeah. since it's a hostile takeover, we'll, we're going to take Jarvo a little early. Jarvis Greer, sports director at Action News 5. Let's get him on and see what he's got. Wow, hostile takeover, huh? Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> is this a leveraged buyout or is this like actual warfare? Well, this is just, you know, flexing a little muscle while the uh, while the boss man's out. And then, of course, <laughs> all, away, huh? always like by play. my side. <laughs> yes, always by my side is the lovely Maria. What's going on, Jarvis? Oh, well, you know, I, I, I heard a little bit of disparaging comments earlier about uh, East Carolina and uh, South Carolina was supposed to be a, a uh, East Carolina was supposed to be a push-up. East Carolina's got a good football team. We got to talk a little conference pride here now. Hey, you know, when folks talk about the SEC, you know, oh, the SEC, this and that. People got to, people here at least, got to talk about our American Athletic Conference brethren. Because the better they are, the better they do, the better it is for us in the long run. East Carolina is up right now on number seventeen, Virginia Tech, twenty-one to nothing in the first quarter. Well, you know, East Carolina had the lead on South Carolina for a lot of that game last week until uh, the Gamecocks made a late push, and then they got a late touchdown. Like a, I mean, like a really late touchdown to push that margin out to 10. So ECU's got a really good quarterback. They throw the ball all over the place. And I think uh, UCF right now, the last I saw, they were tied with Missouri, at Missouri. So uh, UCF still is still a team to be reckoned with. And their, their coach at uh, UCF made me mad last week. He sat Justin Holman their quarterback for the whole first half and played a redshirt freshman in front of him against Penn State. They would have won and that then, game. And they, if he, was, he had 204 yards and three touchdowns in the second half. They, yeah. they, if Central Florida the just game, took a 10-7 lead. Yeah, so, uh, uh, you know, they they don't give – like, they like to give a lot of credit to SEC schools, and they should because, you know, that that's, that is the best league in the country. But other people can play as well. Don't just discount the fact that they don't have the quote unquote big name, and uh, you'll you'll see what happens. And the better it is, I'm really serious. If you start looking as far as Memphis is concerned, if you if you start looking to say, look, these games are important. It doesn't matter that okay, we're not playing, uh, you know, South Carolina or Georgia or somebody like that. But if you're playing a UCF or you're playing uh, East Carolina or you're playing a Houston or somebody like that. You got to come out strong because hey, that's your that's your conference, and if you win your conference, the better you do in your conference, the better it is for you overall, and the better your conference teams do, the better it is for you overall. Gotcha. It's a simple formula, and you know, like all these teams say, oh, the SEC is the greatest, and they all pull for each other when they play other teams outside their league. Well, you know, if you want to establish something on your own, you know, and Memphis is always looking toward, oh, well, I wish we were in this league, or I wish we were in that league. Do the best you can in the league that you are in right now, and the rest will take care of itself. 
don't try looking all up, all down the road, this and that, and this and that. Because you look so far down the road, you miss the, the, the short-term picture that, hey, oh, you let somebody sneak up and beat you that you might could have beaten if you were paying attention and taking care of business. All right, so, thanks so the, much for calling in, Jarvis. We appreciate yeah, it, man. Thanks look, for listening. All right, so y'all take it easy. Jarvis Greer, Action News 5, calling to weigh in on East Carolina, a little bit of Memphis Tigers, but now we are going to jump into some football gossip. Maria, there is a lot going on. Where are we going to start? There is so much going on, but I am not going to touch on what's going on in the NFL. Kevin already did that, so let's talk a little bit of college football gossip. Sounds Um, good. Ole Miss is making headways with two major shows acting like they're going to come to Oxford. We have Game Day, who has said that they will be in Oxford. If Oxford or Ole Miss can stay undefeated for the game against Alabama, then they will come to Ole Miss. How big would that be if Ole Miss and Alabama are undefeated in the Grove at Vault Hem... uh, What is it? What am I saying? Vault Hemingway. Vault Hemingway Stadium. I was right. Undefeated, Johnny Radio. That'd be a great game. He's anyway, also going into another one, um, SEC Nation, the one that Tim Tebow is on on the SEC Network, will also be going to um, Oxford as well on October 18th against the UT game. That'd be very cool. I, you know, I'm a big Tim Tebow. Te- Ugh, I can't you, even talk. You a Big Ten. I'm a big Tim Tebow no, he is fan. Not a big Tim fan. <laughs> Mostly a fan of Tim Tebow in the NFL. You know, he just keeps keeps going and going. Even though he has the the gig on SEC Network, he's still trying out for football teams. One of the greatest college football players to ever play. And I do not like Florida. Growing up in Tennessee, you know, it was you do not like the Florida Gators. But that would be really cool. That'd be something that I'd like to like to check out with um, all the big stuff coming to the Grove. But you know what? They have to stay undefeated. You know, there was a chance last year, right, where they were going to bring game day, and I think they changed it. There was, but unfortunately unfor- uh, for us this year, it looks like our season will be strong and we will be undefeated. Wait, oh, wait, 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 wait. Did you not just hear Jarvo calling and said, don't look ahead? Okay, well, don't you know look what? ahead. Jarvo you're playing, talking you're about playing Memphis. them Memphis Tigers. SEC. You're playing those Tigers. Okay. AAC, baby. All right. If you I'll think carry that, that Memphis is going to beat Ole Miss, I will carry that banner. Okay. Let me ask you something, right. Maria. How heartbroken would you be if the Tigers pulled off the upset? I would not come on MSL that week. <laughs> oh, my God. You heard it here first. You heard it here. I hope if Kevin's Memphis, listening. I hope Memphis beats Ole Miss. Okay. We should make a bet on that. Moving on. We're not betting on that. Moving on. And the next story is allegedly Lane Kiffin's bio on Alabama's website was hacked. I love this. Okay, so on the website, they changed his position to coaching idiot, <laughs> among other things. It's now since been changed back to his regular bio, but there's a, a tweet going around where it shows that he his experience is losing experience and his failed coaching jobs is three. I think it is amazing that you anybody can go onto Wiki and just make changes. Make no, updates. no, no. This is on the Alabama website. Wait, so this like, is oh, wait a minute. This I thought you were... Wiki. This is their real This is their deal. website. Really? This is the real website. They hacked the Alabama website, changed his information. Yes, I'll tweet it out. Holy moly. That's great. And that just shows you Lane Kiffin is a heel. People do not like him. His own hey, well, team doesn't our, like him. Could be our best buddy then. Well, you know, but Nick Saban seems to really... Really like him. They're well, paying him Nick a lot of money. Nick Saban is a heel. Yeah, he definitely so. isn't. I will never be a Nick Saban fan because of what he did to my Miami Dolphins. Okay, I know that I say that okay. every time, but I am going to hang on to that to the grave. 
Why? He walked out Why? on my Dolphins, man. He walked out. He got in a jet and flew to Tuscaloosa and never looked back. He won like, ah. all these national championships. But he couldn't do it in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> we got just about one minute, Maria, before we have to take a break. Any other stories? Do you want to talk about Adrian Peterson for a second? I do not want to talk about Adrian Peterson. I mean, that story hasn't, it's not fully it. out yeah. there yet. Until the details are there, I don't want to judge. You never know. We still have a lot of show left. We're going to talk about Best Memphis Burger Fest here in just a little bit. Hang up and listen. There's a huge grand prize. You can win a pair of tickets to Memphis Wildfire Wrestling next week, September 18th. The boys are back in town. A lot of the old legendary classic Memphis wrestling stars will be there. You'll have your chance. You can go ahead and get in line at 901-360-8255 or 888-360-8255. We are going to step out here in just a second, so go ahead, get in line. There's no telling who is going to call in. And, of course, Dangerous Doug Gilbert will be joining us later. He will be in the main event against Jerry the King Lawler next week in that event. And then also we'll be giving away some to the first caller. You're going to get some free food. So let's step out. We'll see you on the other side. Listen to Sports 56, 87.7 FM.